And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God bless. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. This is our Wednesday morning special edition, our Devi Rookie Watch update, where we recap last week's college football action and preview the coming week. Our focus is really, this is to help out you Devi and Dynasty owners, uh, get you way too familiar with these players, just even at you know mid-season, beginning of the season, end of the season, so you kind of know the storylines and know where these guys are coming from. I know that Steven and Casey, the two guys joining me, have enjoyed learning about these guys earlier, right, Steven? Oh, correct. Yes, this is this is much needed for me, as we've pr- pointed out in previous episodes. Uh, Casey, did you catch any college football this weekend? Uh, let's see. I did not this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to guess you well, did, Jesse. It, it w- I did, but, you know, it really wasn't like... Uh, this has been a pretty epic college football season. Honestly, I know, I know I would say like all of them are, but it's been really good. Like the storylines have been good. There's some new teams, um, some powers that are still doing well, you know, all those, all of the, it has all of the things this weekend was a little bit slower. A couple of headlines though. Um, did you guys catch the fight in the, the, did you catch that Casey? What'd you see on that one? Uh, that Michigan state, a bunch of players got in a fight with uh, a Michigan player in the tunnel. That was after the game, right? Yeah, it was really ugly. I, I showed my wife and she's like, how do they let this happen? And was just really upset because it was it was basically six guys with helmets on beating up a guy with no helmet on. And I uh, and I don't understand how one Michigan player ends up in that situation. Ugh. I don't know. I, it's like they got to figure that out, right? There can't be all these guys in the tunnel. You put a lot into it and I, you know, there's a lot of frustrations and everything else, but it's just at some point it has to be about just doing the safe thing. And, um, yeah, yeah, so I don't know how that happened, but that really, that was an ugly thing that started off the week or kind of ended the week, um, with Michigan kicking the crap out of Michigan state. And then some of the Michigan state players taking it out after the game. So do you remember Jesse a few years ago, who's the linebacker that played for, was it Michigan State? Was Devin? Was it Bush? Devin, the Steelers linebacker. He played for Michigan. Michigan. Devin Bush. Okay. When they were playing at Michigan State, and it was like a freezing cold game. I don't know if he was injured because I, I feel like he was in street clothes when he was doing this, but he was like trying to scuff up the uh, the Michigan State logo in the middle oh, of the field. Like, yeah, before the game, he like walked out and was like, <laughs> "But it was the hands. but it was the worst de- defamation of a logo I've ever seen." Because I think it was too cold. And he just kept he kept doing like the uh, you know like the Italian bull like when he's like pawing at the ground or whatever. Yeah, he just kept yeah. doing it, and I was like, I don't I don't think he's causing any damage. It looks it looks exactly <laughs> the same. And he was he just kept doing it for like minutes. It felt like, and I was like, it looks unchanged <laughs> at this point. Yeah, those those some of these rivalry games. That's one of the things I do love about college sports is there is some real hatred and, and the passion behind a lot of this stuff. But you hate to see it go too far. Yeah. Um, so that got a little ugly, but other other things that were uh, more not on the on the good side of things, Hendon Hooker rolled uh, again. Tennessee uh, beat Kentucky, and I thought that was a really interesting matchup because both Hendon Hooker, the Tennessee quarterback, and Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, have been. Uh, it depends where you look, but each of them have been talked about as first round 
quarterbacks in this next draft. And so I was like, I was very curious to see how they would each look. And Hannon Hooker looked amazing and will leave us through three interceptions. And they got, they got killed by Tennessee. So I, I haven't been as high on Will Levis. I think anybody that has Will Levis number three still and hasn't put Hen and Hooker ahead of him on their quarterback pecking order for this upcoming draft, I think it's a little crazy to me because when you see them side by side and, and they look that different, I think it makes a big difference. But um, I know Will Levis is on a lot of lists as the number three quarterback. So what, what, uh, where are we at as far as, I don't know if you've looked at mock drafts, um, if they are, you know, Mel Kuyper putting any of these out about how many quarterbacks do we project into the first round this year so far? Well, I mean, back in the day, listening to, I, I listened to a college football podcast and over the summer, they were thinking up to like six first round quarterbacks. They were listing off. They were really, really high on a bunch of guys. I, I what I've been seeing is four. I was going to guess um, four. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you, you know, about CJ Stroud mm-hmm. and you know about Bryce Young, that those should be, they should be two of the top three picks. Um, there's a, the outside linebacker from Alabama will be the other guy um, in the top three. And then, yeah, it depends where you look. A lot of people have Will Levis. Um, and then I've seen Handon Hooker now making his way into the first round, but they went head to head and Hooker looked way better and he's looked better all season. I think Will Levis, you know, people are are looking for that just prototypical Josh Allen looking guy, uh, <laughs> which you can't find many guys that look like that. So I right. understand why they're excited about him, but um, I would have him as my fourth quarterback. I, I'm not as high on him as other people. And then Hendon Hooker has also moved into the top spot in the Heisman Trophy odds. Um, didn't see that at the beginning of the season, honestly. I, I thought that they would be good but they have moved up to number two in the rankings, which is crazy. The Tennessee volunteers are back. Um, Kansas state smoked Oklahoma state. It was a, a one point spread and I had a really hard time deciding. And I, I was like, okay, coin flip. I'll just go with Oklahoma state. And then Kansas state won 48 to zero. So wow. <laughs> that was a, uh, that was a miss on that one. And we might be looking at an all purple big 12 championship game, TCU and Kansas state, both really good this year. Um, just look like really complete teams. I talked about the Michigan, Michigan state game already. And then the other one was funny. Casey, Casey texted me. He said, he said, Hey, Georgia just beat Florida by 22. Wasn't that the exact spread? And I said, Oh no, it was 22 and a half. And I took the Gators. <laughs> so nice. I win. I, yes. won, I won by a half a point on a 22 and a half it's, point spread. It's like Vegas knows what they're doing or something. Uh, how I don't I don't, I don't understand. I'm always it's rigged. It's rigged. I'm always amazed at how close they can get. I mean, obviously you have the ones that are not, but but so many it's so close. Even when you're looking at props, you know how many rushing yards will this running back go for? How many receptions will this receiver get? I'm always like, it's so hard to pick the line sometimes. Yeah, they do so well. I it I really feel like it's Back to the Future too. Like somebody has a sports <laughs> almanac. And they went back in time and it's this, he's very rich and he lives in Vegas and he just, he provides information uh, out of his sports almanac. Um, Who's the, you know, what's that character's name? It's not Marty. Yeah. Biff. Biff is there. He lives in Vegas. You know, you know, I was watching, uh, they put these out every year on Netflix. It's this, um, these like horror series. It's like 10 episodes and they have like a lot of the same characters. They have the kid from ET on it. Um, usually, um, they're mm-hmm. really good if uh, they're like these Halloween ones. But I was watching one recently called The Midnight Club on Netflix, and they have one of the storylines is um, 
basically a complete copy of uh ripoff of um back to the future and uh and i i was yelling at the tv <laughs> i was like no no you can't do that i was i was upset <laughs> that's awesome um some players that really stood out that we're going to feature in our post. We try to put out a post uh, that kind of coincides with this podcast. So hopefully you're seeing both things. But uh, Deuce Vaughn, the running back from Kansas State. Steven, this will be an interesting one for us to debate heading into the NFL draft because he is 5'6", 175 pounds. And you could be short as a running back. He's amazing. Dude, he, <laughs> 175 pounds. He is so... He is so good. He he looks because he's five six. He does not look slight of frame at all, and he's got the jump cut. You know the jump cut where they just it's like he's in one hole and then jumps completely over to the other one. Um, where did he play? He, where, where does he play? So Kansas. he he's very good friends with Darren Sproles. I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah, they both play. They both play at Kansas State. One play. Well, one currently plays and one played. So. Uh, Darren Sproles, Darren Sproles. The, he's the comp then. He's the one guy that can get it done. So Hold on. Hold on. Let me just look up Jakeem Grant's uh, information here. <laughs> he wasn't a running back, was he? Jakeem Grant was a wide receiver. No, but I mean, he played all over the place. But yeah, he was primarily That, that didn't wide sound receiver. like real typing. Yeah, it was fake. I think that was fake <laughs> typing. I'm going to throw that out as well. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn. I mean, Deuce Vaughn had 22 carries for 158 yards and a touchdown. He just owned a very good Oklahoma State team. He's going to be the top guy on our post. Uh, Nathaniel Dell, little sleeper running back. He's a slot guy out of Houston. He, he had nine ball. catches. <laughs> yeah, I know. I told <laughs> we talked about him last week, but he had I I didn't put him in the post, and then he ended up having another huge game. So nine catches, 112 yards, two touchdowns. Zach Charbonnet, who we've brought up more than once, 21 carries, 198 yards, and three touchdowns. He he's really got to be rising up boards um, at this point. A guy that. You know, he, we, it's funny cause we scouted him last year and then he didn't end up coming out, went back to school and man, he looks good. He's been doing a lot. And then Josh Downs, he's a guy that I've been seeing a lot in those, uh, some of those first round mocks I've been looking at Steven. He's a wide receiver out of North Carolina. He had 11 receptions, 102 yards and two touchdowns in a 42 to 24 win over Pitt. Um, I really like him. I think he could be a good player. He is generally spoken of in the top five of wide receivers heading into this draft. He's a smaller guy again, so it'll be kind of a system fit. Um, another guy that wasn't on my radar and, and I generally, I, I tend to really feature guys that win, but Parker Washington uh, from Penn state, they lost to Ohio state 31 to 44. That was actually a really good game. Went back and forth. He had 11 catches for 179 yards and a touchdown and he's kind of being used as that Jahan Dotson role at Penn State. Um, and he was all over the place. He looked really good. They were handing him the ball on jet sweeps, getting him the ball on screens, and then he housed a couple st- things. So he looked really good. And then uh, our last slot, we usually kind of put in like a Debbie guy down at the bottom. We did Arch Manning last week. Um, I wonder <laughs> if that's why we had so many likes. We had the most likes we've ever had. Maybe it's because <laughs> Arch Manning made it into there. But um this week, we're going to feature Caleb Williams. I think he's going to be the number one overall pick in 2024. So he is a true sophomore quarterback for USC. He threw for 411 yards and five touchdowns. 
And in the Heisman odds, he is currently third in the Heisman odds behind Hooker and CJ Stroud. Did that so game go to overtime a, or was it? Oh, wait, 45, no, that's, Wow. Yeah. That's, that's impressive stat line. <laughs> he is, he's good. And we, you know, from, from Baker to Kyler Murray to Jalen Hurts, uh, we know that that system, even though we're not really sold on Baker, but that system has been producing NFL quarterbacks now. So um, Caleb Williams, keep an eye on him. Well, not a keep an eye on him. He's going to be the number one overall pick in 2024. If he's not, I would be blown away. And then uh, just an honorable mention, I'm not going to put him on the post, but Bo Nix, again, another great week. Um, we, I, I wonder if he can play his way into being a draftable guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious now because everybody kind of wrote him off. Um, but he had 412 yards and three touchdowns in a 42 to 24 win over Cal. And he's just been carrying that team. And and Oregon has a shot to make the playoffs now if they keep going. So. Jesse, every time you mention his name in one of our posts, that's the guy I see come up the most as far as people do not. They, they, they don't like his name being brought up. They give you criticism. So, well, here's the thing down in the south. I don't know if you know this, Stephen. You know, we're up here in our safe mountain <laughs> haven of Denver, Colorado, but they, they don't take too kindly to quarterbacks coming in as the he was the number one overall recruit yeah. and Auburn picked him up. He his dad played at Auburn. He was supposed to be the second coming of everything and it just didn't really work out. And so I, I think that there's some there's still some animosity down in the, the area down there, I think. <laughs> But yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know what you could say about him now. He, he is leading that team. He looks really good. These are good teams that he's playing against um, and he's doing really well. So Just yeah, so you he's, guys he's divisive, know, but every time you bring up that name where my head goes is I think of my cousin, Bo and my cousin, Nick, who are brothers, Bo Nicks. Can you edit mm-hmm. that out, Jesse? <laughs> for wasting All right. people's time <laughs> i i will and one demerit to casey yeah <laughs> week week 10 we have coming up uh we guys we got a huge game we got number two tennessee at number one georgia could it get any bigger than that one versus two so if you want to catch a game this year steven i know you watch one or two it. a year no, the fact that tennessee's number two that's that's pretty. Impressive. It's exciting, yeah. and and you can watch a bunch of future NFL players because uh, were they able to get the brought... goalposts? Do we have any update on that? <laughs> well, it's in Georgia, so they don't need them oh, yet. Oh, okay. We they still yeah, have time. We're, we're good. I don't know if we're they good. met the the GoFundMe yet. I was just curious. yeah, exactly. Um, Georgia has taken five straight against the Vols, but this is not your everyday Vols team. Um, they rank number one in total offense. They have a Heisman contender at quarterback. They seem to score at will. I don't know why. I just feel like the fairy tale runs into a wall this week. I, I feel like Georgia is an eight point favorite and I think I'm rolling with the Bulldogs. I think at home, I think that this is just maybe a little bit too big for the Tennessee volunteers. So I've been riding them all year. I, I really like this team. I love what Josh Heupel's doing, but if anybody can scheme up and finally slow down that Tennessee high powered offense, um, although Alabama was not able to do it, so we'll have to see, but Georgia would be your next best bet to try and slow that down. So I think I'm going to roll with the Bulldogs. Uh, then we have Texas. They are three point favorites at number 13, Kansas state. How weird is that? Um, the article I read said Vegas knows something we don't about the Longhorns. I, I'm noticing, Who, I'm looking at Texas. There's no number something next to that. Yeah, no, they're not in the top 25. <laughs> Interesting. And, um, Texas lost. To Oklahoma State two weeks ago, 
And then Kansas State beat Oklahoma State 48 to 0 on Saturday. So where are they getting that three-point spread for Texas? And uh, they call these stinky lines. <laughs> there's there's something that that line is really, that is a strange line. Um, they can't say so, shart? No. I, well, okay. That would also be a stinky <laughs> just, line. I see where you went with that. Let me just, um, let, me, let me make a note to call my bookie real quick. <laughs> after the, after the pop yeah game. that is a weird one i don't know so but that is a bigger game um the other one another huge sec matchup number six alabama at number 15 lsu uh alabama's favored by 13 i think i would just roll with alabama i think people are oh. getting excited about i know it's not it's not that exciting but people are getting excited oh. about lsu because you they played roll. really well Roll with um, Alabama. Was t- come on, we're better. It was too much. It's yeah. too much. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> too on the nose. Yeah. Uh, we also have Casey. He only gets to watch Notre Dame games. I heard. So, <laughs> so Casey, you've got number five Clemson at Notre Dame. So at least they're not playing UNLV or something like that. You can Sweet. watch. You can watch a real game. And uh, <laughs> I wrote in my analysis was I have no idea. Don't bet this game. That's what I wrote. <laughs> That was my analysis for that game. But uh, Notre Dame is all over the place, man. They, they, I did not think they were going to win last week, and then they played really well against Syracuse. So maybe they're figuring it out. You know, when you got a first-year coach, it maybe takes a little bit. But, uh, yeah, interesting game. Lots of NFL talent in that game. Number 20, Wake Forest is at number 21, NC State. Um, the Wake Forest was a not top 10 moment this past week. They lost hmm. to Louisville and they had eight turnovers and, oh and Sam Hartman, the Wake Forest quarterback who I've seen sneak into those top three rounds before in some of these mock drafts, he threw two pick sixes. And I think he had, I think it was five total interceptions maybe in the same game. So they are looking to rebound against NC state. We'll see what happens there, but Sam Hartman, his stock took a little bit of a hit last week. You know, Jesse, I just Googled what's the most turnovers in a college football game. Uh, and that does seem like a lot. But in uh, 1943, Purdue coughed up nine fumbles and two interceptions in a 1943 clash with Illinois. But they still managed to win. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you imagine well, 11 turnovers and you still win the game. That's I was, I was going to say 11 turnovers. That must have been after a Taylor Swift uh album launch <laughs> i didn't even think about that yeah <laughs> but they won so it couldn't have been taylor yeah. swift i guess wasn't yeah, making we, albums yet we brought that up the other day on the podcast yeah that's right you gotta be guys this we go deep here okay where where these bets come from sometimes it's like i think people are like listening to the whispers and they're walking in closet like me right now that's how I know who to bet on. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one I got featured here. Number 17, North Carolina uh, at Virginia. Uh, Drake May, the quarterback from North Carolina, is he's rising up Heisman boards. He's a true sophomore. He was a really good high school basketball player. And they kind of were wondering what they were going to do uh, with Sam Howell going to the NFL. And and it looks like they like didn't miss a beat with this kid, Drake May. So he's really fun to watch. And uh, I'm taking North Carolina minus nine and a half. I think Virginia is just kind of a bad team right now. So I think North Carolina keeps rolling. They're quietly making their way up into the top 25. And then, uh, like I said earlier, Josh Downs, the wide receiver from North Carolina. um, Keep an eye on him as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, fellas. Anything else for me? 
No, no. We uh, how many weeks we got left in a uh, in, in college right now? Well, we're kind of just past the halfway mark, or you know, if you if you add in bowls and all those things, we're kind of right at the halfway mark. So we, uh, yeah, we'll keep going here. We're gonna but, have yeah. we're gonna have to try to make the uh, the. Um, I'm blanking on the name now. The thing in February, <laughs> the Senior Bowl. We're gonna have to oh, we're yeah. gonna have to try to do that, guys. That would be that would be yeah. that would be a lot of fun. And and Stephen, can you get us the combine credentials too? I don't know how how famous you are yet, but let's let's. I want to have one of those little. Na- I want to be sitting in the uh, up in the stands with my stopwatch. Yeah, well, I want the Belichick um, binoculars. Is what right. I want. You know right. where I we'll we'll see if we can make it happen. I, actually, I think I prefer the combine myself, just because I have watched so many combines growing up. But if we can do both, let's uh, let's make that happen. And for our listeners, uh, we have our own combine and we make Steven do all of the drills <laughs> and then we record him doing it and it is worth the price of admission. So. <laughs> well, you know, we may do, you may be involved now, Jesse, now that you are kind of a, a, a member of the team here. Last year, you were just kind of a contract worker that we hired to help improve my speed from a 6 to a five two one. So <laughs> this year, uh, I, I'm curious to see if you can come close to your uh, alleged forty two inch vertical that you had. Uh, a few years ago. <laughs> well, Casey, do you remember? Uh, you remember my first feedback as St- Stephen ran one. He's like, "This is kind of my warm up one." And <laughs> yep. He comes back, and I go, "Stephen, it helps if you're not laughing yeah. during the forty. Like yeah. that slows down your, you know, your breathing if you're laughing the whole time." It felt and, uh, like yeah. it was taking too long for me to get to the finish. So I was like <laughs> laughing about it. <laughs> no, I, I actually, guys, I'm sorry, but I refuse to ever run a 40 again. My last time <laughs> was a, uh, it was a four, three, nine, the last time oh, I ran. So yeah. it, uh, You're like, I'm like, I, wish I... I retired on top. I will never, you know, I'll never 42 inch vertical, four, three, nine. And that's it. That's, that's all. I'm just going to remember it. That's how I remember it. You know, you have to at it's least so do that. Dr- you at least have to do that drill where we throw it from either end, you know, where you're like swiveling your head around. Oh, okay. The gauntlet. <laughs> the gauntlet. The yeah. Gauntlet. Yeah. Well, we don't have enough. We are, we're going to have to bring Will and Liam and we don't have enough people on our, on the fantasy guides team to throw the footballs. Oh, that's true. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. There's, I know a high school that's got a few kids that are probably looking to throw it at your face. <laughs> some, some old guy running a the gauntlet. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I am in. <laughs> Sign me up. All right, fellas. I so badly wish I had that Seinfeld drop where I refuse to run. He, <laughs> he beat a kid in like high school in a race that he had no business beating. Oh yeah, and he totally cheated, right? He like started yeah. running before the other kid, and then the other kid's like, "You cheated!" And then what does yeah. he do again? He just cheats again. So. Well, well, he gets lucky. I actually, I was thinking Seinfeld also, but I was thinking of when George Costanza told that joke, and he always would leave on a high note. As soon as people would like, he'd say something funny and people would laugh. He would just look around and go, I'm out. And he'd yep. walk away and they'd go, oh, George, yep. you always leave us uh, wanting more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. Retire. I'm All right. Out. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me uh, again. This is our Devi pod. We will be putting out a flex pod on Thursday morning to help you with start sit advice. You can join us then again. Have a great week. Peace. Peace. And remember, I'm not only the heckler president. But I'm also a client. <laughs> he found it. He, yeah. he totally found it. Oh, I love it. See, that's why that's why I'm winning all my leagues, Steven, because I follow was, your advice. That was supposed to go in the 
regular podcast, not the college Devi one. The main, the you main know what? pod. There was a part where it was perfectly, it would have been the perfect drop, but neither of you would shut up <laughs> for me to be able to play it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, 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 we tend to get long-winded. <laughs> All right, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. You too.